this conversation with Joy Hammond Wright, you are going to hear some really powerful guidance on helping young people. She has done an incredible job in helping young people find their theater voices over the last several years for at least as long as I've known her for at least um, a decade. And so you will find that this will be a great conversation. This is something we're hoping that you you pass along. Give us comments on it. Subscribe to our channels and like us. And uh, send this to anyone else. So this is our conversation, The Creativity Cocktail, powered by Rising Tides Charity, with Joy Hammond Wright. This is The Creativity Cocktail, powered by Rising Tides Charity. We are so... So excited that today we've got Joy Hammond right on the call with us, and, and we'll talk about what's going on with her in a second. Um, Joy, thank you for joining the podcast. Uh, say hello to everyone. Oh my God. Say hello to everyone that's out there. Thank you so much for having me. Hello, everyone. I'm so excited to be on the call. <laughs> yes, and Joy and I met through a mutual friend um, many years ago. Um, and I think that friend was part of um, part of my church. And Joy, I have to tell you, I don't know if I've ever told you this directly, but when I was working on taking all of the, the, the stories that I've written and putting them on stage and you had a chance to meet with me a couple of times, you were super helpful to me as far as getting what I needed to get or giving me some resources. And I don't know if I ever thanked you personally for that. All I know is that oh, I'm, I'm thanking you now, and thank you so much for that. Well, I really do. Well, you are so welcome. I'm I'm a little shocked and surprised, but I'm glad that our conversations were helpful for you. I know you've been working on a lot yes. as well. Yes, you you are an unbelievable inspiration. But let's let's kick let's just kick <laughs> this off in this really cool way. So, Joy, in the time we've probably known each other for maybe at least five years or so. But most recently, yeah, so most recently, something great has happened in your life. So tell everybody out there (laughs) in the creativity cocktail world what's happened with Joy. I'm married now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, crazy, crazy thing. I um, reconnected with this old friend and one thing was another and here we are, we got married. Uh, It all happened very, very quickly. And I am seriously adjusting to married life. <laughs> yes. Uh, enjoying every minute of it. Um, I was ready for this change. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. That's cool. But I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I tell it's a you, wife. I tell you. I have so. a husband. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is incredible. One thing that people always ask me about, um, married life and I'm not giving you don't think that I'm I'm qualified to give you any any, any advice but I would say that the thing that I shared with them and they said well tell me about what success is and you just mentioned it you said that you are adjusting and my advice is that I'm always adjusting <laughs> that is the, always that's my always. that's my advice I'm always adjusting mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that is the deal yeah, and, you know, it can feel uncomfortable at times, very uncomfortable, but, you know, I don't know. I, I think through 
Yeah, my parents are still married, and I'm very, very appreciative. I know that it was not easy, and I know that it is not easy for couples to stay together, you know? And I think it just, you know, it's... it's, it's yeah. It's something that I think you just have to be committed to, you I know? I tell you, this world doesn't even make it easier because I was sharing with someone recently is that probably in our parents' days or the parents before them, our grandparents, the roles were probably of what we do in our day-to-day life was kind of easier to understand. You, You just knew that you were a spouse of someone and you were probably a mom or dad of someone and you were like a worker. And that was it. That was your three things. That was your, that was your major roles. And now our roles are so complex where we've got our pursuits that we're doing, like our creative pursuits. And then we've got our, our friendships, our extended family. And there's this whole new component about long lost family members you know, across the sea, which is you know, instigated by social media. There's lots of other right. there's lots of other roles that really exist out there, so it, it becomes a real powerful balancing act for us all to figure out. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Um, every day it seems like something new. <laughs> so now this is a really cool thing. People who are listening today are going to be so excited about your story because when I met you, you shared with me something that you do from a creative perspective. By the way, if anyone knows, Joy is a phenomenal actor. She's fantastic. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I've seen all your reels, I've seen your stuff, you're fantastic. Um, I know you do things with children in our community um, that are being creative. To tell, the, tell us all a little bit about that. So this is actually how I got into acting. I, by a weird state of coincidence or whatever, um, I ended up being the drama club sponsor at my school, and I just kind of went all out, you know, my my philosophy of education, I think extracurricular activities are the main purpose and goal. Um, I'm sorry, I should say the main purpose and goal of extracurricular activities is for kids to be able to use all the things that they're learning in school for, um, you know, in that club or organization. So I was like, if you're doing a drama club, then I need to, we need to put on a production. And of course, not having much experience with it, I'm thinking in my mind, oh, it's going to be easy, piece of cake, you know, we'll do it. Lo and behold, as I, I kind of talked too much, and I don't know, one thing led to another. So I, I, I ended up building a team of people around me to help me pull this off. Um, and it was it was a great success. I mean, incredible success. Um, well, you, I was, yeah, you shared and, with and me some of the programs that you've done for the kids and all that. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so yeah. sophisticated. <laughs> it was really amazing. It was like, you know, Broadway playbills. It was really, really awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, I, I try to go out. I have to train my parents each year. I'm like, no, this is serious. Like, your kids need to come to rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's, it's been an interesting little journey. But I do think that, you know, I've, I've developed a passion for the arts through the process. Um, 
I guess I caught the acting bug and, you know, just started going and getting training and learning as much as I can. And then turning around and giving all of that training back to the kids and inviting industry professionals in to work with the you know, every every production, everything that we do. So, how how long have you been doing this with the, with the kids? This will be our eleventh year. Wow, this year, eleventh year, yeah. And actually, after about five years of doing it, the school actually asked me to teach drama full time. So I was able to expand my reach and. <clears throat> You know, I think it's one of those things where sometimes when you're doing something and you're doing it really well, um, opportunities open up, right. you know, I think, uh, I think God kind of works that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, because when you're not even thinking about it, you know, opportunities open up for you. So, well, let me ask you, after 11, mm-hmm. after 11 years, um, you've probably seen so many students come through your whether it's your class or through your different um, shows that you've had, do you, keep, do you keep in contact with any of them to see how any of them are doing or what's going on in their lives, that kind of thing? Um, yes, occasionally. I mean, there are a few that definitely come back each you know, year. Um, I've got a student now who graduated a few years ago, and she's coming back to volunteer and work with our production. Uh, she has gone on people uh performing arts high school that she's really really enjoying and i i first see her moving on to you know maybe broadway or something wow. at some point in life um there are a couple of other students that i've had um that are in college now and you know you never really know how you're impacting or affecting a kid until they come back and let you know <laughs> that you have, yes, <laughs> yeah, you've had in their life and their world, and um, yeah, anytime kids come back to the school, I always have to give them a moment, you know, to, to talk to the kids, tell them what they've learned, if they could come back and talk to their middle school self. So that's and, that's a key piece, right? That you know that the, the kids that you work with are in that middle school world, right? Is that correct? That is such an important time in a young person's life, right? They've got so much going on. Oh, yeah, they're on. so impressionable. They're so impressionable. Wow. So, so I'm, <laughs> how, how, how do you guide them in that? How, you know, when you know that there's multiple things that they're personally dealing with, right? They've got hormonal things. They've got just growing things that's happening. How do you kind of balance all of that?
they don't feel like adults want to listen to them. Uh, and what I try to teach the kids is that have a voice. You have to understand your audience. And if you want to be heard, you have to show some respect for your audience. <laughs> yeah. What you shared, dude. I'll continue. That, that was great. I'm just saying there's ways that you can do that, you know, from a performance perspective, um, you know, to, to respect your audience. Um, part of that is understanding another perspective, understanding where somebody else comes from, taking time to consider that. And, you know, when you begin to understand where somebody else comes from, then hopefully you can, you know, share coming from, you know, in, in, in so many ways, that's what theater is all about, empathy and understanding and, you know, understanding different stories and points to you. Yeah. You, what you said there is so, it's so powerful. I had to let you kind of go through that thought because I think a lot of people who are listening today have to understand that. And one of the things you shared, which is a real genuine leadership principle that I think sometimes even gets lost these days is that individuals are individuals. And I think yeah. that there's this, this thing that because a young person is young and we're helping to guide them along, we should treat them in a way that's not an individual. And that is so erroneous. That just doesn't, it doesn't square, right? Because young, young people are people and our world is all focused on knowledge, right? We're all knowledge doers, whether it's theater or whatever else someone's doing. So we've got to be respectful of that knowledge. There's no doubt about it. It's such an, uh, an amazing thing there. So when you're ready, when you've got to get your mind right to put something together, whether it's a, a production or your own acting pursuits, where do you go? What do you? What is your mindset? Do you, do you, do you like have a regimen or process that you go through to say, you know what, I'm going to I've got to get on stage or I've got to do a rehearsal. How do you get prepared to be creative? So I, I think that kind of varies depending upon what the needs are, right? So if I'm performing, my my imagination takes over. I, the one thing, well, okay, guys, <laughs> let me start here. Um, I'm kind of a planner, but I'm very, very much a free spirit. Um, so I need to like plan out my day or my rehearsal time or whatever. I I think that's part of it is planning it out and saying, Hey, this is the time I have set aside. This is what I'm going to do. Um, and then I honor those. Do you use a specific tool when you're planning out your day? Do you use anything specific you do that says, all right, this is my planning process? generally tend to create lists of things that I need to do and then I will I'll use my calendar on my phone just to plan out you know what I mean yeah that process um if I'm creating it depends if I'm acting then I just use my imagination like I read I will imagine I I prefer silence I like to work in silence Really? Um, you mean like total, yeah. total, absolute silence as far as getting yourself when you're you're studying for a role or something like that? 
Yes, I just, I, I think I typically just prefer quiet and solitude. Like, I just, yeah, I, I need to be alone with my thoughts. Um, and I just, I was just saying, that's, that was so cool because I'm starting to become a person. That, at first, I abhorred silence. Like, I had to always have something going on in the background. But I'm starting to become more like you where I'm starting to, starting to like, appreciate silence. I guess is the best way to say oh, it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, it's, I, think it's, I think it's more appreciated when you recognize quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and you can just kind of ask in that, so... Yeah, so as an artist, if I'm acting and I'm trying to understand a character, I like silence, um, I'll read through the script, um, I read, I'll sit, and I'll imagine, um, I'll imagine, you know, why this, why these characters chose these words to use, um, what kind of background they've had, kind of experiences they've had, the people, you know, the other characters that are in the scene with them. Like, I literally imagine what they look like, you know, how they move and act, where they're from, just everything. And I'll, I'll use my imagination to fulfill a world, if you will, around that character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I the same thing when I'm directing. Um, I try to do the same thing when I'm directing. And, you know, I will, um, but it depends because directing is a completely different animal and beast. Like if I'm, if I'm planning, like, what does this set look like? How does all this kind of stuff work? Um, then I'm, I'm, you know, it's a different process. Yeah, going back to roles, right? Going back to our conversation on roles, your role is different. Yeah. Correct. When you're going through yeah. that. Wow. What do, you, what do you have upcoming? I know you, you know, you said 11 years, you're working with the kids, you're, um, you're teaching. What, what's, what's upcoming for Joy? You're married. You got lots of stuff going on. So what's coming up for you in 2020? <laughs> yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, goodness. Well, my husband and I are working on some projects at the house. We're remodeling and redecorating. Um... And I am also working on, um, I'm sorry. I was going to say remodeling can be its own level of stress in and of itself. So good luck with that. <laughs> That's, that can yeah, be so don't get about it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about it. So, um, got that going on. Um, I'm actually, I my kids were taking headshots today. Oh, wow. So... Um, yeah, um, my kids are taking headshots today, and so I'm going to meet with them, and once we do headshots, then afterwards, I will, um, I've got to get all, you know, I have to get the playbill and all that kind of stuff together, um, I'm in school. I'm in graduate school. I'm getting my specialist degree from Kennesaw State University. <laughs> oh my! My school. My I'm an alumni from there. That's awesome. Oh really? Yeah. Yes. yeah. KSU is no joke. Nobody's buying degrees from KSU. Yeah, all right. So what was what was it? What was it again that you're getting your um? You said certificate. 
Instructional technology. What is instructional technology? What does that mean? So it is using, um, it's instructional technology is, <laughs> I should have an easy description for this, but basically it's incorporating technology into the classroom. So how oh. do they use technology to help, gotcha. you know, the and either making videos, pod, you know, podcasts to teach this concepts, etc. Gotcha. And, um, yeah. That sounds like fun. I mean, whew. I thought my plate was packed. You got stuff happening. You got a, you got a few few items going on there, Joy. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. I'll graduate though in next year in December. Um, but then I'm also um, our production for the drama club will be March sixth um, in 2020. And where where would the production be? What school is it that you know people wanted to? go to the school or go to the production? Where so, do they go? So the, the production is actually at the art station oh. in Stone Mountain Village. And, um, yeah, they're one of our partners in education. Incredible equity theater right on the corner. They're actually going through a remodeling process. So um, I'm really, really excited. You know, the kids kind of see, the kids who were with me last year will be able to see some of the changes that the theater is undergoing. Um, but anyway, that, that production will be at the art station. We're doing Orange is the New Glass what? by Tyler Dwight. Yeah, that's the name of the production. It's a, it's a hilarious comedy. Um, just what? a hodgepodge mix of all these. What was the name of it again? Very chill What was the name again? Orange. Oh. Orange is the New Glass. Sort of like that TV show, right? Isn't there a TV show that's got a name similar to that? I think. Um, um, well, no, Orange is the New Black is a little racy for our kids. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is Orange is the New Glass, G-L-A-S-S. So, oh, oh, got you. Oh, I missed yeah, that part. Right, I was right. just like, oh my, that's, so, that's intense, Joy. <laughs> <That's a lot. laughs> yeah. Basically, Cinderella goes to jail. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, she, Cinderella goes to jail. Um, that might be controversial yeah, for some people, especially in our age group. They may not like Cinderella going that route. <laughs> they may not be happy about that. <laughs> Which is great. Um, well, I wanna I wanna go see it. That sounds cool. I'm totally into it. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, it's actually kinda interesting. Really what happens is Rapunzel gets in trouble for breaking into the beer's home. <laughs> and Rapunzel is Cinderella's evil stepsister, or one of them. Okay. And Cinderella basically tries to help her is, get out of jail. <laughs> that is phenomenal. Yeah. I am totally into that. <laughs> I, I, you've got, you've got to let me know when that's happening. I've got to be there, you know. Okay. Stone Mountain as a whole, but I will be there. So I am totally into that. Um, so I absolutely know. So you've done this, and you mentioned it earlier that you've got this community that's kind of helped you as far as growing your own craft a bit. Tell us a, a couple of people that have been really impactful to you over the last number of years as you've been growing out and developing and, and, and really refining and shining on your, on your purpose? Oh, gosh. 
gosh. Oh, goodness. Why do I feel like um, you just put me on <laughs> the hot seat? I feel like I just got an award, and I can't think of everybody. I'm like, wait a minute, I need to have my speech ready. That's right. you gotta, you got to take out your little piece of paper, and you got to thank the Academy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, goodness, I have to shout out a couple people. Well, why I'm going to give a shout out to my husband, just because he was actually around when I did my very, very first production. Um, he helped build my set. Really? What? Um, yeah, yeah. Joy, I'm starting, um, to, I'm starting to feel like a screenplay about your life and your romance. I'm starting to get this vibe that there's a screenplay in the, <laughs> in the future. <laughs> right. A crazy one. A crazy one. Um, <laughs> My goodness. So I'd have to say him, um, Levon Wester, um, an actor. Many people probably know him as Officer Troy from Why Did I Get Married? Um, he was really, really instrumental when I first started out. Um, he's such a philanthropic part, and he's helped me um, numerous ways, you know, in working with the kids. Um, and my acting career. Um, I'd have to say Dwayne Boyd. He's who I first started acting classes with. Um, and he's, he's actually our photographer for the kids who worked with me. Really? Um, Dwayne Boyd. I think I've, I think his name has come up on a podcast in the past. I'll try to reference that in the notes. But I think one of our, our, our people who have been on a podcast has shared his name before. So that's great. Great, yeah, yeah. great shout out to him. Yeah. Lucina and John Dunberger from the company Acting Studio. Um, Tom Scott, another actor and um, acting coach. Um, oh, goodness. My, my former principal. <laughs> so great to hear because you know i think these days parents get you know in some places get a bad rap of being either hovering over their kids or not being involved it, it's so great to be to hear you share about their supportiveness that that is, that is a fantastic thing to hear it really is yeah yeah i, I have one parent who will follow up with me hey you said this was gonna happen da, 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 da. need any help like, where are we at with this? <laughs> you know, and it's funny because she she comes across, if, if, if I was a different person, I might take offense to how she comes across. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm just so appreciative. I'm like, you're right. She's like, let me know if I need to call somebody or hound them to get done. <laughs> wow. so and she, I love it. I'm so like, so you're She's mentioning you know, things, but she's volunteering her time, too, or volunteering something to help. That's great. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I've had so many creative parents to come through. Um, Miracle Jones, she's actually out here playwright. Um, she's one of my former parents, and you know she's just been really, really helpful. Um, and you know promoting our shows and um, 
like it's a pet. Um, I'm like every single teacher in my school has been supportive because I get a little crazy around production time. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm, and I'm familiar with that. Yeah, there's a certain level. There's a certain level of kinetic excitement and energy and stress around production time, right? Where you, you're putting all these things together and invariably something goes awry. Is is I've, I've yet to uncover a production where at least not one thing, small or big, happens when it gets close to it. Okay. So, Joy, is, you know, like I said at the beginning, I thank you so much for everything you, you've uh, done for me. If someone's out there and they say, oh my gosh, Joy is awesome. I want to hear about that screenplay. I want to talk to her more about what's happening with her. Or how can I get involved with all the things she's doing? What is a way, or maybe a couple ways, that someone can connect with you? Um, okay, before I answer that, I, I have to stop. Because I'm like, you know what? I cannot believe I did not say my mom. Oh. My mom has been there for every single production. I'm talking about picking up kids and transporting them and picking up food to help serve the kids, like everything. What's I your, love my mom. What's your big, mom? big, 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 huge what's, shout out to Janice Hammond. Jan, what's her name? <laughs> Janice Hammond? Janice Hammond. All right. Yes. So, Jan, Janice, you um, are on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> my family and my friends who have all just been incredibly supportive. Um, all of the industry professionals who have come to work with my kids in the past and the ones that will come to work in the future. Okay, I'm going to stop now. Um, That's okay. I know, you know when you're like on yeah. an Oscar stage and the music is playing? It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I know. It's, it's okay. like... It's okay. Um, the music's not playing. You can continue on if you got other people that you right, want. Right, right. Sure. I'm actually excited because Tiffany Black is going to come work with my kids this year. Um... And Paris Chardonnay, I have um, a makeup artist. Wow. Um, yeah. And even Raven Drummer, like, she's, you know, casting director. She's been really, really helpful um, for me in the year. So, okay. So, if you want to get in contact with me, um, my Twitter handle is at Joy underscore Hammond. And... Thank you again. <clears throat> so, so, Joy, here's a tough one. Are you ready? This is a tough one. So, okay. <laughs> so, someone out there is there listening to our conversation and they're like, Joy is great. Um, I am struggling with creativity. I am stressed out or I'm in some level of distress in my life. Um, and I don't know what to do. Um, I don't know what the next step is. And they're having a conversation with you. I'm not here. It's just you and them talking. What is, what is some bits of advice you would give to that person? I'd say take a breath. I would say focus on your breath. Um, know that right now in this moment, in the breath that you're breathing, 
everything is okay. And to be kind to yourself. Like, um, keep that negative thought running through your mind. You know, don't connect with those thoughts. Like, just allow them to be there. Um, but I would also say, you know, I have some affirmations, positive affirmations, speak into your life. Um, and focus on your breath. When you get overwhelmed, I literally just, I, I literally consciously breathe and I focus on my breath and I think about, I mean, on the smallest, minute level, I think about the air that's coming into my nostrils, that's filling my lungs, and that I release it. Um, and in that moment, I think it's okay, you know? That is great. Yeah, you you just based on the way you were describing that, I tell you, I was getting close to um, a moment or a position of meditation. So, so thank you. It's like you you were putting me in a meditative um, state there, Joy. So thank thank you when you said when you said focus on your breath, and I started focusing on my breath, and I started to think about it. So I was like, I was like, Joy needs to make an app where you just walk through and help people with that. So that was great. Um, you're too kind but I will take it I will take it <laughs> so Joy I'm gonna I mean life gets crazy you know we, we have to find ways to cope that's um, right I, one thing that I've come to realize is I'm like yeah you need a little bit of some of that crazy so when those good times come you can love and appreciate them and you know that's right exactly right really really good you know and then just know and be aware bad times are coming and it'll be alright it's okay. <laughs> that's, that's right. It's just life, you know? They're just set up for the good times. That's all. They're just, you know, they're just, yeah. they're just trying to make the good times more dramatic. That's all bad times are. That's, mm-hmm. all, that's all they're trying to do. So I'm going to ask you a question in front of all of our listeners and our audience. And that question is, Joy, will you return at some point in the future to the Creativity Cocktail Podcast? Anytime. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> it was awesome. And for those of you who are listening, you know one of our goals are, is and are is to combine all of these great conversations that we've had over the last year or so and to really put this into one real strong message. So we will be releasing an audiobook, Joy, here at the end of 2020 as one of our goals that'll have a snippet from yourself and from others about really, really awesome and powerful ways to initiate creativity when someone's going through a tough time in life. And so I hope you'll be okay with that, where we'll take one of the amazing things. It's going to be hard for us to figure out which one to take from our conversation. Uh, but this, a snippet that says, hey, this is what Joy Hammond's, Joy Hammond Wright's take is on how do you be creative and how do you spark that? So um, I thank you personally. Um, you are a phenomenal creator in our city and in our society. So I thank you so much oh, for being part of thank you. The, the podcast. And when this comes out, please, Joy has shared some ways that you connect connect with her. Remember that if you're listening to this podcast, you are a creative person. 
God has created you to be creative. Amen. Every, every, every single one of us has that ability to do so. And um, so if you're doing that today, continue to do it. Find ways to enhance it and find ways to serve others like Joy is doing with the kids that she's supporting. Uh, and also know that if you haven't started that creativity um, path, that you have it within you. And it doesn't fall in one pre-described way of being. It can go into many, many different paths. It can go into things like architecture or computer science or app development or writing a book or writing a story or acting. It can go in a myriad of ways, but it's in you. And so every single one of you can and should be creative. So again, thanks so much to Joy Hammond Wright for joining us on the Creativity Cocktail powered by Rising Tides Charity. Thanks again, Joy, for being part of the podcast. Thank you so much, Winston. I look amazing. Thank you. <laughs>